Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Marcus Bronzy. And I'm Kikar. This is Ain't Got a Clue, the show where we learn something about the world one quiz question at a time. Right, Kay? Absolutely. Um, so I ask a question, or Marcus does, and then we answer it in a funny fashion. So you don't, we don't just give you facts, um, because that's a pointless podcast. You won't learn. Be a very short podcast as, as well. well like, yeah. Hi, here's the answer. Here's a question. Yeah. Here's yeah. the answer. Um, yeah, on your way. Yeah. So the theory is we have a chat around it that's bigger than the answer, and then you will take away the answer at the end of it. This time it's my turn to ask you a question, Kate. Go on. Which member of the royal family was rumoured to have introduced a beard tax? <sighs> Ain't got a clue. Henry VIII. Good old Henry VIII. But he VIII. had a beard himself. Exactly. He looked like Brian Blessed mm. with the beard. Mm. Brian Blessed, do you remember him with the massive ginger beard? Looked like Henry VIII. I like Brian Blessed. A really good Brian Blessed impression, actually. Hello, and welcome to Have I Got News For You with Brian Blessed. I feel like he... You couldn't take him seriously if you were angry and shouted. You imagine if he was your dad, he was like, time to go to bed. Do you know? Time to go to bed. Narrated by Brian Blessed. No, Sorry, Dad, I'm not going to bed if you're going to talk to me like that again. He's behind you. Oh, no, he isn't. <laughs> so it's Henry VIII. Henry VIII had a beard. Do you, actually, did he? A beard? He did Hold have on. a beard, yeah. yeah. Yeah, all right. So Henry VIII had a... He kind of looked like someone that would be into comic books or... He kind of had that kind of figure about him. You know he I mean? was very rotund. Yeah. Barrel-like figure, should we yeah, say. Yeah, like, or he might have been into strongman competitions, depending on how you look at it. So he anyway. said he's like Eddie Hall sometimes yeah. and Brian Blessed other times. Yeah, but Brian Fair Blessed enough. is a much better looking man, I feel. Anyway, <laughs> I think that this is an element of jealousy. Mm-hmm. I feel like what it is, is he's, seen, he's got a beard and he's like, yo, dude. Like, yo, you coming at my manliness? Like, you're trying to, what, just because I can't bear a son? Is that, like, what you're trying to, you're trying to say I'm not a man? Look at my beard, bro. And then somebody's like, no, he bought, you know, somebody's got a bigger beard. And he's like, how dare they? Tax. How, how dare they have a bigger beard than me? <laughs> it's like, it's like <laughs> having a small dick and taxing big dicks in it. That's yeah. what it is like that. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Yeah. Sire, sire. I've, I've heard... There's a, there's a guy called Ralph down the mills. He's got he's got a bigger beard than you. Is that so? <laughs> kill him. No, no, you can't kill him, sire. What do you suggest? Why don't we tax him? We tax him, sire. It's easier than just, than just you know, uh, uh, killing him. You'll have blood on your hands. 
the, the peasants will revolt. You're right. What a great plan. Tax the bastards. So yeah, Kay, I've got some good and bad news about this one. Apparently, hurt me, hurt me with apparently that. Apparently, this is only an apparent fact. This is only a maybe truth in terms of being a quiz question as a right answer. Because Kay, after doing some research around this, the National Archives has got no such record of this tax being instituted. But for the purpose of this podcast, I thought it was so much fun the information that I got about Henry that we go with it anyway. Is that cool, bro? That is absolutely fine. I'm, I mean, I'm a big fan. I think, I think for me, the podcast is what comes first. The team is what matters. And if, if it's not necessarily the truth, uh, it doesn't matter because um, it's the podcast comes first. There we go. All right, well then let's roll with it. So the Tudors of England first came up with this creative beard tax with the bearded King Henry VIII, introducing the facial levy in 1535 the amount collected by the monarch increased with the beard growers standing in society so it made facial hair a status symbol so not only how much beard but your social status so for example if you were a farmer with a big beard you might pay less tax for your beard than you would if you were like a owner of a stately manor and had uh, a short I'm beard I'm a baker <laughs> like tax <laughs> tax him um, a beard's impressive nowadays though Kay would you say yeah there's like loads of like I've never seen so many uh, a time where there's been so many beard products like, hi, this is the beard growing company. And if you buy our comb, th- your beard will grow 30% longer because our comb has like real impressive technology that I can't even like begin to describe. But it was all made in China along with the other stuff. So it's great. I mean, whilst you say that, this podcast is actually brought to you by beardgrowing.com. Uh, uh, and beard if you buy growing. their beard oil... Uh, <laughs> Use the discount beard code. Oil, ain't got a clue. Beard oil is another one, right? Where like I know, I know it works. It does work. Well, yeah. yeah, it does work. But I always just find it weird. Like I'm putting oil into my beard. Mm. I find a lot of I can't use a lot of beard oil. It starts making my skin itchy. I think it just clogs up my pores. That's why you need to try beard. <laughs> I mean, a great Where's our cell? Um, yeah, I feel like beards nowadays. Men have realised, and I'm going to say something that's bad, Kate. It's going to reflect badly. Beards make us look more beautiful, man. Yeah, by so, hiding our face. I mean, recently I tried the no beard filter on Snapchat yeah. and I posted it onto uh, my Instagram, and I think that beard adds a chin on you as well. But I, I looked ridiculous, bro. Mm. I looked like one of those eighties wrestlers, like like I was I was wrestling in deep Mexico. You know, someone said like I looked like uh, Santiago Munez, that yeah. kid from the um, film Goal. <laughs> <laughs> I can't like hey. it when you put that post up people started messaging me saying your boy's funny check this out I was like oh what Joker's K cracked and yeah, it was just yeah. you going holding your face and then like showing no, yeah, your raw like, chin yeah I was just like this is wild bruv I can't yeah. so yeah a beard at 100% makes you more attractive and I think there's something to it as well it makes you feel like a man because you're like hmm look at the hair I can grow yeah. I, don't, I don't even think about growing it it just grows involuntarily and it just comes out of me I'm that manly yeah, do you know a few of those guys as well that have a uh, thin up top, so they've shaved all the hair off up top, but their beards are so strong, so they've gone like the other way. They've got like a beard down past their nipples, like those super strong I find that beards. so hilarious where it's like, I can't grow anything on top, but I'm going to have a massive one down here. Beard, beard. Yeah. I started getting alopecia. I think it's down to lockdown stress, so I've got like bits of patchiness in it now. Is it? Yeah, look there. Oh. Yeah, it's annoying. But um looks fine, mate. Hopefully, right. hopefully I'll be stress free once I get the vaccine and I'm able to travel again. Yes, I'll be on a beach and my beard will be growing plentifully. Imagine uh Chris Eubank who hasn't got a beard. <laughs> Chris Eubank's the one like that they've got. And do you want me to 
you want me to advertise this? But I don't have a beard. <laughs> Do I look like a joke man too? <laughs> <laughs> he's actually like that in real life, you know. I, 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 he actually, he's not putting it on. It's not I a know, joke. I know, 100%. Uh, anyway, it was Peter the Great of Russia who took things a step further in his bid to modernise the country. Peter in the 1960, <laughs> In 1698, anyone who wanted to stay hairy had to buy a coin imprinted with the words, the beard is a superfluous burden. I will say this to Antonio one more time. I was the Avondrago of my generation. <laughs> We're back to Rocky, guys. Um, and yeah, Avondrago so didn't have a beard, so didn't. he didn't have a beard anyway. So you had to buy a token to have a beard. Can you imagine that? You needed to have a special token to say, look, I like, am like, you're, like you're going on a dodgems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Uh, have you got a token? Yeah. No, I, mm, say, if you want to, it's a tenner. Anyway, back to Henry. So, you know how artists like... Henry! Henry who? Henry the Hoover? Henry the Eighth. You know how artists like to tour? I mean, look, you're a comedian, so you tour around the UK when you're allowed to. Well, America. I want to. It's been postponed twice. Okay. Not due to a lack of a beard. Down to a bloody virus. Well, kings and queens, they did that as well. In July 1535, around the same time he made this tax, apparently, King Henry and his court of over 700 people went on tour. 700 that people. Entourage and it was just like, there was that random, like, tall security guard with a Bluetooth headset as well. Like, <laughs> can you get away from the king, please? Yeah, thank back you. Up, back up, back, back up, back up. And then you've got the small, angry security guard. No security guard who's actually smaller than the actual talent that they're looking for. He's the Aggie one. Everybody move back up, please. I can imagine back why there's 700, though. Yeah. People on horseback. Yep. People carrying like Mate, so that think about how many horses as well, okay. That's just a good point. You're all about to set off. Everyone's good. Right, it's all seven hundred horses and someone goes, Excuse me, mate, excuse me. Just need to go for a quick pee. Fucking hell, Dave. Every time whenever we're gonna anyone else wanna go for a pee now before we go? No, just me guys. Sorry. Um did they have a stallion in, in this in this entourage? In this entourage. Maybe, Maybe an Italian stallion? <laughs> Like Rocky Balboa! <laughs> Every episode, okay. Um, I told you, everything can be referred back to Rocky. It's sick. Over the next four months, his massive entourage would visit 30 royal palaces, aristocratic residences, and religious institutions. Now, whilst That's he not really a tour, though, innit? You're just visiting your different homes. Mad, innit? <laughs> it's mad. Think about that. You had that many houses, Kay. You go on tour. Man's like, yeah, I'm going on tour. We're going, well, I've got a property in Manchester. I've got a property in... <laughs> Doing a world a, a tour of the UK of your properties. So um, whilst they are important to PR and like events for the king, the king's got a schmooze and show that he's looking after things. He's got spark loyalty within his subjects, royal households, and stuff like that. There's a totally other set of reasons for their constant movement. Kay, what's that? That was because he needed to get away from the disgusting mess that his seven hundred strong crew made. So palace well, is like it would be dirty, like. Um you know yeah 700 mates 700 people imagine 700 mates coming over to yours to watch the football but 700 mates like where, where are they all going toilet if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to get into that because Palace is like God. Henry's Hampton Court had to be constantly evacuated just so they could clean away the amount of shizer. If you that was there. clean away my shit. So livestock and farmland also needed time to recover. Of course. Can you imagine the amount of like horse shit that was everywhere as well? I'd need a flipping month to recover. Imagine how many chicken wings are needed when it's Wing Wednesday or something like that around those guys. <laughs> hey, man, it's Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, no, we don't have 700. <laughs> Bro, it's mental. Um, so, yeah, so, so that's, that meant that your cr- their crew was so big that livestock numbers dwindled where cows could be extinct in the area that you're in. Can you imagine that? You're, <laughs> you what? go and chill out in an area and they're like, uh, oh, have you got any beef burgers? Sorry, well, mate. Right. We've got no more cows. The king came and we've got no more cows. <laughs> yeah, someone would be like, yeah, but I want a, I want a steak. Can we have some next week or something? How long till they come you back? Wanted Ag- uh, you wanted Angus Aberdeen yeah. burgers. Yeah. There's none left. The king came, the fucking king of England came, and there's no fucking burgers left because there's no fucking Angus beef left. Do you know why? Because there's no fucking cows left because the fucking king of England came with his 700-odd people, fucking entourage, fucking security guards, fucking, I don't know, the royal carpet cleaner and the royal fucking uh, cushion plumper and all these fuckers, they've all come. There's no, there's no fucking cows left. Everybody wanted a fucking, you know, can I have a double beef burger? No, you fucking can't. Only the king can get that. Cut to a wide shot and the king's actually standing in the background looking over your shoulder. Hello. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't talking about you, sir. No, I was talking about the royal cushion plumper. Well, yes, he is a bit of a prick. <laughs> he's a, you could say he's a pain in my backside. <laughs> <laughs> So basically, once they did it all, once they did a circuit, he went 
and did it again. He just had to keep on going on tour. How bad was it though, Marcus? Wait, wait, he had to keep that? going on tour. He just stayed on tour. Was he in a 360 deal? <laughs> <laughs> Record labels like... Inside joke, anybody? Inside joke. <laughs> Record labels like, um, no, you still haven't... Put, you, I mean, let's be honest, right? You didn't make enough on your first album. Yeah. Uh, you, look, look, I'm... Um, look. I Love Anne Boleyn was a great track. I thought it would do well. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought it would do and well. Don't, don't get me wrong. But the public off, didn't buy into it. Off With Her Head is doing a lot in the streets, but it's not released, so off, you can't make anything because we didn't clear the sample. Can I just say something? Right, I think with Off With Her Head, the problem was it was a bit too violent. We tried yeah, it, it and tested it in a few markets, yeah. and what they said was they couldn't play that everywhere else. Yeah, yeah. We need uh, something which has crossover appeal. I mean, look, Off off With Her Head, right, Um it would have done well about 20, 30 years yeah, ago. Yeah. Now, it's just a different... The country's changed. Yeah, yeah. The what country's we, changed. What we think for you is perhaps we've spoken to our guys and they think you should come up with some sort of rhyme about your previous relationships. We've taken it to some focus groups and they said instead of just the one word, we should go for six. Divorce, beheaded, died. Divorce, beheaded, survived. We think that that would be a good album title for you. I, I, I believe it to sound French. <laughs> I don't like that. You could say je ne sais part of that blood clot. Within days of a royal party settling in one place or another, the stink would set in from rotting leftover food and animal waste. Vermin were attracted to their unwashed bodies and, of course, the shit as well. Remember, there were no plum toilets then, Kay, so poop was stored underground and then removed at a later stage. So there was human slurry cooking on site what is it every single time we come into this place this guy's got something to do with shit or just human waste or something or farting I like, was thinking how that do you shit in space <laughs> what is it with you bro, I don't know, you human know. waste bro this is an episode <laughs> listen ladies and gentlemen you're probably listening to this going I'm going to find out about the beer tax oh great Henry VIII suddenly how could I make this about shit Marcus was thinking Marcus was sat down writing his script and thinking thinking, hmm, not enough shit in here. Let me try and find a reason to talk about shit. I know they went on tour. Instead of me talking about what he was actually doing on these tours, no, I'm going to talk about what they did before they had fucking portaloos, right? Hey, Cage, you know what Glastonbury would look like? Let's talk about that in episode 25. Glastonbury without toilets is a shit fest. Just like when Henry VIII was going on tour, there was shit everywhere. Shit under the ground. Shit over the ground shit 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 I'm actually really don't like having these kind of conversations outside of the podcast but I do keep coming back to it maybe I got a problem you know we'll get back to the bit but Henry did try to make it manageable with some cleanliness rules Kay he did too what did he do Marcus Kay to stop his servants and courtiers from urinating on the garden walls he painted large X in problem spots so he was like this is unacceptable I've got the perfect plan to stop people urinating on walls the urination Olympics did an X there you go Sorted. Can you imagine that? Urination Olympics. So <laughs> X marks a spot. That's what I'd be like. Every young man must piss on the R, on the X. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, it didn't stop them. They just started aiming at the X's. Uh, and they were also encouraged was there, to... Was to, there a circle and a triangle and a square as well? Was <laughs> Like PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> they used imagine to, if there was like a piss uh, 21, like, like it's like EA Sports, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, EA it was like, Sports. It's, yeah, but it's like um, it's in the aim. Game. So yeah, it's in the aim. Yeah. And you're aiming around, and you have to like you just got this character, and you dress him up how you want him to. So like, if you like dress him up in tracksuit bombs, he can piss quicker. But yeah. if you dress him up in like dress trousers, it's yeah. like dressed. Who the fuck am I? Hold on, did you just dress trousers? Did you dress him up in like dress pants? <laughs> 
When did I become American? Dress? Dress trousers. Kay, you have changed, boy. In, in, sorry, uh, I do apologize. Uh, the trousers. Uh, suit trousers. Yeah. Uh, uh, pants. <laughs> Your pipe's gone out as well, Kay. As well. No, not that pipe. The pipe that you're smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I was he looked look- down at his crotch. I was looking down. I was like, "My pipe my, is out." My pipe is out. <laughs> what are you talking about? Christ again? Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, they used piss to clean. Servants were encouraged to pee in vats so their urine could be used for cleaning. I looked into this a bit more, and apparently, only the wealthiest people back then would use soap. Others, like you and I, would use a mixture of urine and white ash, as it was believed to get your whites whiter. For some reason, they thought four-day-year-old pee was the best stain remover. So imagine that four. Day old pee is hanging around and poop around these 700 people. That is nasty. Apparently it was so valuable back then that some regular folk even had pee pots outside to collect random other people's pee. I never had a pot to piss in. (laughs) Henry's specific setup was a little bit more civilised. He had his own stool, which had a portable commode box, which looked like a large treasure chest, which you opened up and had a nice little seat and velvet on it and a hole. Basically, he pooped in a box. But imagine, though... Like him leaving that cute looking box lying around and you accidentally like you can be like, get my shoes, fetch my shoes for me immediately. And then you run around and see this box and shove your arm in it. That's actually a nice box. It's quite a nice looking box, isn't it's, it? It will be like a very um, interesting episode of Deal or No Deal. Oh, oh my gosh. Who's got the shit? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be a great box one. number 32, I believe. Yeah. That would be a horrendous game show, wouldn't it? It would be like the combination of Bush Trucker Trials. Who's got the poop? Who's got the poop? Let's call the banker. <laughs> yeah. How much do you offer for that? <laughs> Let's call the wanker. Hey! Whee! And there was actually a, a role called the groom of the stool. And that role was created by Henry, by, by Henry VIII himself to monitor and assist the king in his bow motions. To ensure the king was carrying out his job at peak efficiency, the groom of the stool would also have to closely monitor the king's diet and meal times, and he'd have to organise the king's day around his predicted motions. So there was a guy that was there for you just to wipe your bottom and make sure and be like, hey, Kay, need a bit more fibre in that because you've course. got five o'clock. Of course. Although Henry VIII was a bit dirty relatively, he was a bit of a neat freak though, right? He was a neat freak, but he was yeah. dirty. He was known as a neat freak. Don't I get dirty? He was known as a neat freak because he bathed often and changed his undershirts daily. This was a royal rarity, right? To give you some comparison, Louis XIV, a.k.a. the Sun King, he took two baths in his whole life, and so did Queen Isabella of Castile. And his wife, Marie Antoinette, she bathed once a month. And they wondered why they had all these diseases. That's the thing. This is... uh this is the problem with it. They're not washing. Do you not know what I mean? They're not, not washing. washing. That's the problem. Yeah, so King Louis XIV, he was probably the worst because his entourage was 10,000 strong and he decided that he didn't want to hit the road anymore. He wanted to just chill in one place. So could you imagine... I am bored. <laughs> I don't want to travel anymore. It's so... Uh, how you say uh, in English? It's so time-consuming. Mm. I'm sitting around and going... My subjects, they do not want to see me. They do not want me to go around and go from Montpellier to Paris to Lyon to Marseille. All of these cities, they don't want me to there. I would love to go to Nice, but... uh, But King, um, I don't want to go from Versailles to elsewhere. It's just pointless. Let's stay in Versailles. There are 10,000 strong crew people and they had 300 bucks, okay? That's 33 people per one toilet. That sounds like a hostel. This <laughs> <laughs> is like the easy hotel. If you are staying in Amsterdam with maybe mm. Australian friends, it's 33 people to a toilet. Shared bathroom. 
Maybe you are a university student. Shared halls, shared accommodation, shared bathroom facilities. Same thing. Poupou. Les poupois. Les poupois. Uh, apparently it was so bad there that there that there were overflows in the loos that got down into where this food was stored. And sometimes all the food in the castle or the town, should we say, would be pretty much poisoned, bruv. So it's pretty mental, man. I really went down a rabbit hole for poop on this one, didn't I? Yeah, I mean, I think it should have been... Uh, should have, the question should have been... Royal what, poop. What... Um, <laughs> <laughs> who what king was it that was uh regulating poop on tour but hey I don't, go, I don't man. i don't answer i don't ask the question but i hope it's helped you to remember though which <laughs> which which I'm member gonna, of royalty i'm gonna be honest with you guys as well listening i feel very disappointed like you do <laughs> he said what king introduced the beer tag said, what, which member of royalty introduced the beer tag you won't forget it though okay will you he goes yeah it was king henry the eighth all right let me yeah, yeah. let me hear more about a beer tax yeah, it was, it was a tax about beer. But anyway, did you know these lot shit, <laughs> bruv? Sorry, what, Marcus? No, no, these lot were shitting, bruv. They were shitting every. But Marcus, uh, what about a beer? No, 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 fuck that, man. There was like 300 of these lot, yeah? Just shitting every. No, sorry, 700. They were just shitting everywhere they went. They were shitting. The horses were shitting. Everyone was shitting. And you know, Henry, he had a fucking chair that he'd shit on, bruv. <laughs> it was a nice chair, but he'd shit in it, right? And you know what? Sometimes they'd shit so much, right? It just ruined the whole place. So they have to move on somewhere else where they'd shit even more, bruv. And you know what? He wasn't the only king that did this. King Louis used to do it and he had even more people. 1,200, bruv. They were shitting everywhere, bruv. Until one day, Louis was like, this is long, bruv. I don't want to do this no more, bruv. I'm, like, I'm sick of shitting on a portable toilet. <laughs> you know what, Kay? You've just showed us everything that you've remembered. I've done my job. You've, you've done your job. You've done your job. Like, but I did a bit of a shit job. <laughs> He's had enough. He's about to kill himself. <laughs> Should we end the podcast? <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Just do not follow Marcus after this episode, please. Right? Yeah. So I tell you what. <laughs> DM, no, no, no. DMK pictures of your shit. Take a picture. No, no, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> what you're what you're going to do is yeah, on this one, please. If you're listening to this episode, hashtag. Let, let us know you've listened to this episode by tweeting Marcus with the poop emoji and K. No, no you have no, to no. Uh, you have to tag no, K. Because the thing is, don't though, the thing is, I'll enjoy it. K won't. Just I'll t- like it. Tweet Marcus with a uh, poop emoji and go, how's that for a beard? <laughs> I want to see that for, how's that for a beard? It doesn't matter when, when you're listening to this. This could be in the year 2025. That's fine. Send Marcus a poop emoji going, how is that mm-hmm. for a beard? And, and, and whilst you do that for me, or after you've done that to me, for Kay, I don't, you don't have to do anything other than just tag him in a picture of poop. So if you see a picture of poop online, no, don't do that. anywhere, just if tag do, no, Kay Kerr. I'll block you, in it. Like, I'll, I block people for fun, innit? You'll it's get right. blocked. And if you block him, it's like a reward. If, if you get blocked by Kay, that's like a reward. No, nah, it's not. There because you then you won't see any more of my posts, and that's long for you. So no, <laughs> just say, like, you, do you have, you're going to have to make a fake profile, like, uh, follow me from that. It's long. So, to be fair, that's a waste of time. So what you should do is make a fake profile first, <laughs> then tag Kay. <laughs> At K-A-E-K-U-R-D. Have fun, guys. It's been Ain't Got a Clue. <laughs> and don't forget, if you enjoyed the episode, make sure you tell your mates about us. And if you want to support us more as well, Kay, before we get out of here, how, what's another way that they can support us and also get more content? Um, you should send a picture of a poop emoji to Marcus Bronzy at M-A-R-C-U-S-B-R-O-N-Z-Y. He'll have another uh, solution, but this is my solution. I was kind of getting out of Patreon as well if you wanted to do <laughs> Send him a picture of poop. 
Or you can head to Patreon and search for Ain't Got A Clue and support us there as well. Every time we drop an episode here, we drop an episode over there as well. You're not missing out on anything by just having the free feed. But if you want more episodes, that's a great way you can support us and get more content back as well. We're also making sure that we spend time to upload other bits and bobs up there as we get more facilitated and used to Patreon. Anything else before we get out of here, Kay? Going for a shit. Thank you for listening to Ain't Got A Clue. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Don't forget, if you want your questions answered in our Clueless Questions episodes, send in your questions to Ain't Got A Clue podcast at gmail.com.